Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to discuss the energies of Mars and Venus traveling together for nearly a month. And this will be a conjunction that begins the middle of February, around February 13th at 14 degrees of Capricorn. And Mars and Venus will then move ahead and enter Aquarius together on the same day of March 6th and still be conjunct into the middle of March until about 7 degrees of Aquarius. And then Venus will move ahead and decrease the orb or conjunction between the two planets. So essentially, we will have a full month of Mars and Venus conjunct. And this is really about the energies of each planet coming together, being in alignment, creating a harmony and working together. Mars is masculine, Venus is feminine in very basic terms, and when these energies are in sync, there can be a part of yourself that feels in balance. You can also be more aware of how these energies are showing up in your life, in your world, in your relationships, and how you are internally working with your own masculine and feminine energies. So today's podcast episode is going to discuss this energy and how you may experience it, as well as how it relates to relationships and the energies of Capricorn. So what you want to do is look in your natal chart and identify where you have 14 degrees of Capricorn, as this is where Venus and Mars will come together. You can think of them as the lovers, yin and yang, anima, animus. They are the ones associated with how we relate and connect, as well as how we assert ourselves and go for what we want. And in this conjunction, they will then proceed ahead and be only one degree apart at times, if that. So they're really traveling together and they're bringing our attention to the Capricorn areas of our charts once again. This has certainly been an ongoing theme now for a while as we look at how we have integrated and incorporated some of these Capricorn energies into ourselves as well as into what we are wanting to create going forward. Venus has been in Capricorn since November 2021, and she went retrograde in Capricorn December 19th and will complete her time in Capricorn March 6th and 7th and then move on to Aquarius. So we've already been working with these Venus in Capricorn energies through the retrograde phase and also through her conjunctions to Pluto, working with Neptune, and trining Uranus. So Venus is being deeply reprogrammed. She's also being deconditioned. We have been asked during the Venus retrograde cycle to look at our values, self-worth, what is important to us, where we want to invest our energy, our time, our resources, where we want to invest in relationships and connections, as well as what will perhaps stand the test of time. 
and that is a domain of Capricorn. So Venus has already been in this energy for a while now, and we've become perhaps more familiar with some of the energies, themes, and lessons that she is highlighting because this particular retrograde is much more intense. And I know we've been talking about this on this podcast regularly. But this is important because of how Venus is essentially going into her own experiences that maybe she hasn't wanted to look at. And that's because of the conjunctions with Pluto. And you could compare it to Venus entering the underworld as she connects with Pluto, similar to Persephone, who was pulled under by Hades into the underworld. And in fact, it greatly empowered her to understand what happens below the surface, what happens within these hidden parts of ourselves and of our psyches that we don't always look at. And so this has been a time of deep review and renewal. So Venus stations direct January 29th at 11 degrees of Capricorn, begins to move direct, and she will once again meet up with Pluto in early March. But before that happens, she's meeting up with her partner, Mars. Now, Mars is very strong in Capricorn. We call it being in his exaltation, which is a sign of strength. So Mars has entered Capricorn and he takes command. He's a leader. He's ready to strategize, make progress, be productive, get things done. He wants to be very clear in the path ahead and plan accordingly. This is a Mars that wants to minimize risk and look at what can be accomplished, not only in the short term, but for long-term gain. So Mars is quite strong here in Capricorn and comes up to meet Venus, who could be world-weary. She could be very tired by now. The feminine energy here could feel like it's ready for a rest or downtime because of the intensity of this Venus retrograde phase. But then here comes Mars in Capricorn, walking in very distinguished, very strong, in command, very powerful energy. And he's here to help her feel stronger and support her in what they're wanting to accomplish together next. So keep in mind that your feminine energy could be tired, could be needing a break, and that's important to listen to and to honor. But then here comes Mars, the masculine energy that is fresh, new, ready to go, and in his strength. So as this conjunction begins, there could be more of a surge of that masculine energy. This could also signify new masculine energy coming in, whether that's within yourself, in your life, in your workplace. It could certainly be a new boss, a new leader, a new mentor, someone who embodies that masculine energy signature. And this is the energy coming through that connects with Venus and helps to move something forward. So the Mars energy is certainly stronger here. Now, as Mars and Venus travel together, It's important to note that it might even feel more natural for that masculine Mars energy to run the show, to dominate, and to feel stronger. And that's because, again, Venus is a little bit tired here. She's a little bit worn out. She's not in her strength in Capricorn, but Capricorn is a diligent sign with determination and fortitude. So she can hold her own. 
She can certainly hold her own, but she's going to feel that things are in greater harmony when she's working with masculine energy. And this is where the harmony comes into play when you have both signs in Capricorn. Now keep in mind that Capricorn is the third and final earth sign. It's a cardinal sign of initiations and beginnings, and it's associated with the experiences we've had that have shaped us, that have created our understanding of the world, of our life, of our life experiences. Capricorn is about maturity, commitment, adulting, being that mature adult in your life, taking things seriously, really being aware of what you need to take care of and accomplish. Capricorn is also associated with tradition. This is how we've always done things because it works, because it brings about the results we want. And if it isn't broken, don't fix it. Capricorn is not typically associated with a relationship archetype energy because it is more suited to going it alone, taking care of business on your own, being the one at the top of the ladder, so to speak, or the one who has the authority or the decision making. But in this dynamic with Mars and Venus, there is maturity here. And there's a sense of what are you needing to see in your relationship dynamics, in your feminine masculine energies from a mature, grounded perspective that is realistic. Because this is not the idealism energy. This isn't about your head in the fog or romantic notions of partnerships. This is the energy, in fact, of marriage because Capricorn is where you make a legal commitment to something. You make a legal commitment that you are honoring and upholding and you're assessing your ability to make those commitments as well as your ability to not make those commitments. So in Capricorn, both Mars and Venus are being asked to be mature, self-aware, practical, realistic, and to draw on their experiences, to draw on what you've learned through relationships, what relationships have formed in you, where you have had experiences that have provided you with a worldview or an understanding of how the feminine and masculine energies work together in yourself, in your life, where that has been demonstrated through people who are older than you, who have more wisdom, more experiences, where you can take a higher perspective on the value of these connections and where perhaps you're ready to bring in and elevate this energy in your life. And that's truly what I'm feeling intuitively around this connection between Mars and Venus traveling together in Capricorn is that we are really looking at our own relationship dynamics, patterns, things we've been through, again, the formative relationships in your life, as well as your role models, which can initially be your parents, their marriage, their commitment, or their lack of. It could be looking at other people's relationship dynamics that you found to be influential or that you found demonstrated something noteworthy in your life. It's looking at your own relationship experiences and being very honest with yourself around where you've grown through relationships and where you haven't. And this Capricorn energy can tell you in a very detached manner where you did or did not handle something well. And that's just the realistic assessment where Capricorn was, say, where we didn't 
handle our responsibilities. We didn't grow. We didn't step up. We didn't continue to show up even when there were the opportunities to do so. Capricorn is able to say, well, you did this really well, but then in these areas, you have more to learn, more experience to gain, more things that you need to move through that perhaps will then show you more about what you want or how you want to live your life. And this is, again, that overarching Capricorn energy of what are you doing with your time on this planet? where we don't have time to waste and we don't want to waste time. So there's a respect here for where we put our energy, time, and effort and how we're willing to be very mindful around relationships that matter, that have been influential, that have shaped us and formed us, as well as the parts of ourselves that maybe have resisted that growth or that maturity. So that's why I'm feeling there's an elevation here with this Mars and Venus conjunction in Capricorn is that we're looking at our own relationship experiences in our lives. And this isn't necessarily romantic ones. This can be your friendships, your siblings, your family members, your coworkers. Capricorn is also about those we answer to, those we have to report to. So it can be your boss, your manager, your higher ups. And then conversely, After time, energy, after you've been through a certain number of experiences, you become the mentor, the boss, the elder. You are the one with experience who has something to offer or share based on what you've learned. And so this Capricorn energy isn't going to sugarcoat anything. It's going to essentially give us a good hard look at where we're at with our own masculine and feminine energies. If they're in a synergy, if they're connected, if both energy fields are activated within us, and then we could learn or see, especially from past experiences, where we didn't make certain choices or we didn't open up those parts of ourselves And what were the consequences of that? That would be another Capricorn word is consequences where we could even have disappointments. But I feel like that's just part of the review of what we learn through, what we learn from, and where we make corrections and changes. Now, the other way that I see this Mars and Venus in Capricorn pairing is I see them as a king and a queen who has experience, but also responsibilities. These can also be compared to any energies of elders or those higher up in a hierarchy who have an understanding of real life and what it means to be in a partnership in real life. They're also about long-term commitments as Capricorn wants something reliable that it can return to and count on, especially for the long term. So this is where we look at our own capacities to navigate through situations and handle both the highs and the lows, to handle the disappointments as well as the peaks and the best parts of a situation. So this is very interesting because the Mars and Venus energies traveling together are perhaps going to show you more about what you've learned through relationships, maybe again, through disappointments, through things that didn't happen or choices you didn't make. But then Capricorn wants you to keep going forward. Take all that and make it into something else. Keep moving ahead. 
Don't be nostalgic. Don't be sentimental. Don't get wrapped up in the what could have been's or anything that maybe your heart desired or you thought would happen. This is again that cold hard look at a reality and that's where your power is. That's where your light is. That's where your choices are. So this energy brings us into the present moment and says, based on my years on this planet, what I've been through, what I've learned, this is where I'm at first in my relationship with myself, which encompasses those masculine and feminine energies, but then also how you're willing to share those energies and show up in the world in those energies to create relationships, friendships, partnerships, connections that are in beautiful harmony, good balance, and perhaps can go the distance because that is a Capricorn intention. These are also energies that will put in the work. So if you're in a relationship or situation where work is required right now, whatever that might be, this can help you through it. Whether that is, okay, it's time for us to have some conversations about important things, or there's some things here that haven't been working in our relationship, but we can make it better. We can improve it. What are we going to do next? What can we do going forward? So there is a level of encouragement here, but it's a Capricorn encouragement, which is take it one day at a time, stick to it, keep going, you know, look at what is paying off, what is moving you forward, and adjust your expectations accordingly. Now, as Venus and Mars move through Capricorn together, Venus is clearing her shadow from her retrograde. So again, this is where she's revisiting things. She feels a little quieter. She's processing, she's internalizing, she's getting some things figured out and sorted. And Mars feels more in command. Mars is again more of this leadership, the strength, moving things forward, getting things done. And they're going to make a powerful conjunction together to Pluto in Capricorn when they're both at 27 degrees. And that happens on March 2nd and 3rd. Both of these relationship planets making an exact conjunction to Pluto signifies more transformation. And we know that Venus has already been undergoing that. So this is her third and final conjunction to Pluto at 27 degrees. And she's learned a lot. There's things she's changed. She's never going back to something that she previously want or valued because her energy has shifted drastically since November. So there could be messages coming through about how your value system and what you want has changed since November. But with this Mars energy also in play, Mars brings in the physical body, the ability to assert ourselves and take action, our sexuality, our confidence, our sense of desire, what we want, what we're going towards, what our ambitions are. And Mars is here too, which brings in more of that charge, that determination, even a fierceness that feels like a deeper commitment to yourself of where you're not going back because Mars wants to go forward. There's momentum there. There's action. And Mars doesn't want Venus to go back either. So I feel like the feminine and masculine energies within us have evolved into a higher alignment that connects to more of what we want and desire in the higher heart. This is an elevated higher heart. This is where there's no connection anymore to karma. 
or trauma where it's been processed and moved through. You've transformed something within yourself and Mars is feeling it as well. This conjunction to Pluto brings in something much more at a physical level. It feels like that physical vitality has shifted where your body is ready to move towards something new or different. And you could even feel it physically, like you just can't even go back to something. You can't even talk to your ex-partner. You can't even interact with certain people. Like your body, your energy, all of your being has shifted into this higher vibration where anything that feels too heavy, karmic, emotionally loaded, anything that just isn't in resonance with you anymore, it could just feel like a hard stop. And every time a personal planet conjuncts Pluto, there is a permanent ending and new beginning. It is the death and rebirth. It is something changing at a very deep level of our being. And this type of conjunction with Pluto is also when all three planets are trining the North Node in Taurus, which is a deeper love of self. So this would signify big changes in the world at large, which is Capricorn, relationship changes. This can be significant divorces, uh, things falling apart, things no longer in resonance are breaking up, but then the energy is moving towards a higher love vibration and frequency. So we'll see it at a global level, but at a more personal level, I feel like this is a beautiful bursting open of higher heart energies that are no longer dormant and anything that is dead, debris, too heavy, too much is being purged. It's a detox that's been ongoing for Venus, but Mars comes in, adds that supercharge to it, and something is ready to move forward in a new way. And this is where we've been undergoing a very deep internal process that has also felt slow at times. And the Capricorn energy does move slowly. It's it's diligent. It takes sure steps, meaning think of a mountain goat climbing a very steep rock wall And that mountain goat can be very sure-footed, even on the most difficult terrain or inclines. But there is trust in the footing. So it feels like there's something here where we're getting our ability to go higher into what we want, to not go back and to certainly not look down, but to be very conscious of the types of ways we want our energy to show up in the world, to connect and to be received. So this can mean that relationships come together during this conjunction period for a month. That there's energy here where, again, it could be that that Mars is the masculine. Masculine energy comes up and comes through. And because Venus is a little bit worn out, she might not see it. She might not expect it. So this could be new partner potentials showing up that are unlike anything you've experienced before, especially with this Pluto energy where parts of ourselves have died. 
Parts of ourselves are no longer active, are no longer a part of our self-identity. They're just not who we are anymore. We're different. And you could feel that at various levels of your being and, of course, trust whatever resonates with you. But the intensity of these energies means that we've opened up to also new understandings of relationships. What's a healthy relationship mean to you? Where is that equal exchange of giving and receiving and the synergy of the masculine and feminine energies together? Where is their harmony and balance? And what does that mean? What does that look like? It's not just a simple one-size-fits-all formula. It's very individualized, but it brings our attention to the types of relationships that are good for us and then the types that are not. And the Capricorn energy can be very clear about boundaries and saying no. No, that's not for me anymore. No, I can't do that anymore. No, that doesn't serve a purpose in my life. So there could be some clarity here around your own, we'll call them relationship goals, relationship outcomes, and where you do want to invest your energy because it's correct for you based on what you've learned through your own life experiences. And again, that's part of the Capricorn energy of what you've learned through your years on the planet, through your own relationship experiences, and then relating it to where you are right now. There is that seriousness with Capricorn where you could understand your own levels of commitment or desire for commitment. Again, this is marriage energy. This is where there could be energies around business partnerships, business interactions and deals and negotiations that are in balance, that are in harmony, where you have a similar mission or a similar path in work relationships. So the Capricorn energy always brings in more around these work and professional themes. But at a personal level, this is something here around your relationship desires and goals and what is within you that maybe you need to see in a new way or in a different way if it's not ready for real relationships. And this would be an interesting thing to just bring in at a practical level is that being in healthy relationships requires a certain skill set. And not everyone is good at relationships. It requires things that maybe you are naturally gifted at, but maybe not. And it's interesting because we can make assumptions around, oh, everyone should be in a relationship or can be in a relationship. But the truth is, that everyone has different relationship skills. And if you've been in any type of long-term relationship, you know that as well. You know that the long-term relationships require much more than just casual dating, for example. And the Capricorn energies here are about long-term. So what we're looking at is what is in your own relationship toolkit that works and doesn't work? And are you honestly assessing that for yourself where you can see, are you a good communicator? Are you really emotionally available? Are you able to step into some of those hard, difficult conversation topics that come up in relationships? Things that are awkward or you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or you don't want to get your feelings hurt. You know, relationships require opening, require vulnerability, require being seen for who you are, sharing your needs. Uh, There's a lot involved that we can mature through relationships, but it does require a skill set. 
And sometimes we see that when the skill set is lacking. And it makes me think of the avoidant attachment style, which is the type of individual who has behaviors that avoid being seen, that avoid vulnerability or intimacy, that avoids opening up. And there can be a lot of shielding and protection involved. There can be a lot of ego energies that prevent any type of deeper connection. And so when that's in play, well, that avoidant attachment style is going to have issues in relationships and perhaps set up various ongoing dynamics until the behavior is conscious and shifts. So that's just one example of how not everyone has relationship skills. Not everyone is able to be in healthy relationships. And this Capricorn energy will tell it like it is and will reveal what needs to be developed and matured for new results and new outcomes. So there is a self-assessment here. There is a sense of, okay, where have I not been a good partner? Where have I not been aware of myself? Where do I need to do some work in either the Venus or Mars parts of myself and parts of my life? And that would be a gift of this conjunction between Mars and Venus is assessing your own relationship abilities, patterns, and skills, and what you're ready to step into or do differently going forward. Now, as Mars and Venus move ahead, they will both enter Aquarius on the same day, March 6th or 7th, depending on your time zone, they both move to zero degrees of Aquarius. Aquarius is an air sign and it is a fixed sign. So this is the energy of actually opening up and having more expansive energies and connections. This is good for communication, for sharing, for understanding where you want to go in the future. Those future visions and desires, you know, what you want your life to include. The Aquarius energy is also quite exciting and fun. It's unconventional and rebellious, revolutionary. Let's do something different. Let's also honor the fact that both Mars and Venus are independent in Aquarius. Now, they're both independent in Capricorn as well, but as they move into Aquarius, There's a stronger sense of self. And this is where, again, you can assess healthy relationships in your life and in your world, as well as in your past, where everyone has differences. We're all different from each other. We're all going to have things that don't match up, that don't connect, you know, things that we can't necessarily compromise on, things that you can't always work out. But there's also then the choice to be honoring of who somebody is as an individual and as their own individual energy field, where relationships that are composed of two strong, independent people can also work when there's good communication. And that could be one of the signature energies here of Mars and Venus traveling into Aquarius together, where they're going to have separate things they want to do. And if you've been in a long-term relationship, you can probably relate to there's habits or hobbies that your partner has that you're not interested in. And that's just how it is, because no person is going to be exactly perfect for you in all areas of life. They're going to still be their own person, need their own thing, need their own space, need to go their own way and have time to themselves. And so Mars and Venus and Aquarius is much more open to that, much more open to how you need to do things 
in your own way, on your own time, and that the relationship shouldn't be too much of a burden or restrain you. And that's how this energy could be quite interesting because with Mars and Venus in Aquarius, they can have the communication skills to say what they need, what they want, what's going on, what they're thinking, what they need to do, and it doesn't threaten the relationship. That's a healthy relationship. When you can be yourself and it doesn't threaten the relationship. It isn't about falling in line or you have to do what I'm doing all the time. So this is the free spirit energy because this dynamic feels like we're maybe figuring out more of our own truth in relationships that perhaps looks different than what you were taught or told or experienced. And through your own experiences, through your own relationship dynamics, you're more aware even of the kind of freedom you need and that the right partner gets it. The right partner accepts it and also understands how necessary that is to you as an individual. So these are energies of understanding where to maintain your own sovereignty as an individual, but then how you partner with others from a place that's healthy, loving, kind, open-hearted, all those beautiful things. And also that could be a new experience of relationship. This is not the soft, mushy relationship energy. This is looking at what's the bigger purpose of relationships in my life. Now, the other part of this is that you could feel like you're much more comfortable going it alone. And this can be lone wolf energy in both Capricorn and Aquarius, where maybe you're not interested in relationships right now. You don't seek out connections. It's not a priority. In which case, these energies can help you Find that internal healthy balance of being a more fuller version of yourself, of understanding more of who you are through the Venus energies, through the Mars energies, how to integrate that and make it work for you in a balanced way. I feel like there's strong alignment energy here with Mars and Venus traveling together. I feel like they are syncing up in the Capricorn Aquarius energies for us to take a good hard look at what we need in our lives, what we don't, what it means to live a good life that pertains to your own value systems and goals and how you want to move through this world, but also to not lose yourself along the way. This is not about surrendering or giving up who you are or sacrificing anything for something, someone, anything outside of you. This particular energy feels like there's an acceptance of self, of what it means to be yourself, how to show up as yourself in relationships, and to love that, to accept that, to love your quirks, to love all the ways that you're ridiculous at times. Even the ways when you think, why would someone want to deal with this in me? Or why would I be in a relationship if I have to share these parts of myself with another? But that's part of what it means to be self-actualized, to be self-accepting. And there's also a component here of just being realistic, realistic about who you are, that everyone has quirks, everyone has things that they do differently and that makes them different. Everyone has habits and little idiosyncrasies and things that we might think are silly, but that's just part of knowing yourself. And I was even talking with a friend of mine about how that's some of the best stuff. 
that's how you know somebody. That's how you understand who they are and how they move energy and work with the world and move through their daily lives. Like we all have that stuff. And often in the self-development world, there's such a focus on changing ourselves, bettering ourselves, you know, all the self-improvement and higher consciousness things that we do. But then there's also parts of ourselves that just are. This is just who I am. This is just how I move through the world. This is just how I show up. And when you can also accept that and know that that's enough, that also brings in the other people, friendships, partners, energies that can accept you just as you are as you accept them just as they are. This also correlates to the age of Aquarius energies, where we're accepting who we are as individuals at a deep level of our own energy field, knowing that there's a reason why we chose certain things and certain experiences in this lifetime. And there could be a higher level of self-love and self-acceptance through Mars and Venus moving together and being in conjunction for a month. This could also be a time when you just meet more people. It could feel like you're more social. You're ready to interact. You're ready to go out into the world. And, you know, there's something to be said for that right now where we're kind of tired of the isolation and doing things on our own or just in our own energy field, that feeling of separation. That could feel like it's ending and floating away. There could be energies opening up around dialogue, connections, communications with people as Mars and Venus are conjunct. And it could be a time of greater socializing. Again, meeting more people, meeting new people, new interactions, also feeling like you have the energy for it, the desire, the willingness. That's part of the Mars energy. It could also feel like you have greater clarity. So this can help you with some boundaries. It can help you understand what has expired, what you no longer are interested in. You know, the people you're moving away from could also fall away much easier. And it's sort of like there's just this shift in the energy where you could have a sense of, I'm just ready to interact with people who get me and I don't have time, energy, or space for those who don't. This is good friendship energy as well when both Mars and Venus are in Aquarius. This is good group network, connecting energy. This is where we're able to reach out to the world at large. We want to interact. We want to do something different, something new. Maybe it's joining a new group or interacting based on a new passion or hobby, you know, where you start a new activity and find other people who enjoy the same thing. So there's an expansiveness here where we're stepping out and also understanding who we are as we step out, step forward and move into a beautiful part of yourself that is more of your own truth and your self-knowingness. So I'm looking at the time and I'm about to end this episode, but I just got some more downloads coming through about this energy that I'm going to do in a part two of this topic because what's coming through so strongly is how this is elevating us from more of those 3D connections to more of the 5D connections where the energy is purer and clearer. There isn't the karma. There isn't the requirement to do more emotional work or healing work, which can certainly be a part of the 3D energy. But what I'm also getting is that there's some stories to share here that can make these energies more evident around what you've been through, how you've changed, how you've shifted, how your own relationship experiences perhaps have changed in a very big way as you've elevated 
your consciousness and you've been on more of your own spiritual path. So next Monday, I'm going to do a part two of this topic because I just had an intuitive hit come through around some stories to share with you that highlight how much our relationship needs change as we move into higher realms of consciousness. And I'm going to share with you another story from my friend, Mike. And I shared this a while ago. I think it was a year and a half ago uh, that Mike was a friend of mine. Uh, he's now married and he has two, two or three kids. And he and I had a really good conversation a number of years ago when I was married and when I was pregnant that is still so fascinating to me. I'm going to share that because it really explains more of the 3D and 5D energy differences. And this is part of the conversation I haven't shared with you yet, but I'm going to share that next Monday and then also talk more about why it is essential to keep moving forward with what you want even if you don't see it yet, especially in relationships and partnerships, because that's something that people are really craving right now, especially during all these quarantines and lockdowns and isolations. It's like we're really wanting to connect with people in person more, to meet people, to interact, to feel out the energy and how that's really essential as we move into more of these new earth energies that we're co-creating together. So next Monday, we'll do part two of this topic where I'll share some more stories with you, and I hope it helps to convey why it's so important for us to keep moving forward and to trust that what you want in a relationship or in a partnership, even in friendships, even in those that are in your life and in your world, don't give up on that. Stay the course. Stay very aware of what you require in all of your relationships because it is a vital component to where we're going on this planet and where you're going in your own soul's growth. So we'll do part two next week and I look forward to sharing more of those stories with you then. So thank you so much for joining me. It is always lovely to connect through this podcast, which I release for you every Monday and Wednesday. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where I have all of my astrological courses and programs, including one on the astrology of relationships, which dives into 10 different relationships that you can understand even more in your natal astrology chart. So be sure and check that out. In the meantime, I hope to see you back here soon for another podcast episode, or be sure and check out all of my videos and playlists over on YouTube, where you will find a variety of topics in the playlist section covering multiple types of astrology, energies, and spiritual teachings. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you back here very soon.